0: Gundam style, everyone. Welcome back to Wow Cool Robot. Uh, I'm your co-host. Shit, the host's meant to start. You go ahead first, Max.
1: No, you can go first. That's fine. Oh, I can no. go
0: first. Yeah, I'm, we go I'm, back and forth. I'm your funny little co-host, Cali. I go by uh, she they pronouns,
1: and I'm Max. I use he him pronouns. And Unicorn is continuing to be a show. It's popping off. Poppin off. It's popping off. It's popping off. It's We got a lot of cool. A lot of cool talking, which is just nice. Mm. I like when characters yeah. get to talk and chill. It's full of uh, ideology. Yeah, mm, to take, a, take a hit of that ideology. Mm. Uh, before we get into it, how's it going, Callie? We chilling? It's going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, uh, for, for, for all you wonderful listeners, I apologize if I'm a, a little bit low energy this episode compared to last week's. I've had the day from hell, which just would not stop. I will not go into it, because I don't want to waste your time, I want to talk about those cool-ass fucking robots, but, yeah, it's been it's been a rough <laughs> one, gamers, it has been a rough one indeed, but hey-ho,
1: c'est V. Yeah, it'd be like that, I've been I I've started doing, watching Tiger and Bunny. I've heard, ooh, I got, for a Beyond World today, we got a Tiger and Bunny. Ooh, after. did we? We did. I've oh been, I've been chilling today. I've been doing an asynchronous low-tier Pokemon draft with my little Ooh. mini work league. Did you it. uh did you get a Miltank? I haven't got Miltank so far. I've 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 got Rotom Wash, I've got Tenacruel, I've got Heracross.
0: Ooh. If you can spot a Miltank. Miltank is my favorite Pokemon. Um that thing is a beast in monotype. Its type coverage is surprisingly good. How, um
1: what what tier what tier are you in Miltank? Tank where are you? Let's find Miltank's, out, let's find out. Mil Tank's higher up than I always think it is. Miltank's strong. Miltank Tank is Mil Tank is a low tier 4, pretty good. I mean it's monotype so the high or it's a low tier so the tier 3 is the highest, so
0: Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Mil Tank Tank's hanging Miltank's Tank's uh he, he's in a tier with like what? like Senescorch, Galay, Yeah, Pincer, Shuckle. Good. Well, her whole thing is, like, she gets sap
0: sipper, so she's completely yeah. impervious to grass moves, and then she's she has, a really like, a pivot. bunch of good moves on top of, like... It, it, it's like a bulky sweeper that gets recover as well, mm-hmm. just for free, for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have
1: a lot of milk and I must drink. You must sip that milk. Uh, instead of sipping milk, I think we should sip some soup. Because mm. we're back in it again. Um, Callie, you have the, you have the little summary for episode two this week.
0: Okay, I apologize if this is a little long, it's just I really <laughs> liked this episode. So, uh, let's start this off with episode two. The Second Coming of Shah. The Unicorn is battling the Kshatriya in its destroy mode, streaking red across the space outside Industrial Seven. As the Unicorn gets an edge, Captain Zinneman orders Merida to retreat as her- he and the rest of his crew escape the Federation. The Unicorn turns back into its standard form as Bandana Lynx lies unconscious, taken in by Londo Bell's Nail Agama. On Zinneman's ship, the Gran- Garancieras, he's scolded by Lieutenant An- Angelo Sauper, there's a lot of vowels in that name, um, <laughs> of the sleeves for not retrieving the box or the princess. Zinneman admits he beefed it, and they should want to wait to hear for the princess. As Angelo gets mad, we see a masked man named Full Frontal take charge, interested in the Gundam. After a f- brief flashback of Bandana linked up to some machines as a child, we head back to the Nailagama, taking refuge in a debris cluster, their mobile suits spotting a de- derelict Salamis-class cruiser above them before they're recalled. Deguza Mackle, the commander of an Ecos unit on the ship, is told more about the Gundam and its NTD system to the dismay of Alberto Vist from Anaheim Electronics. Daguza tells Captain Midas of the Nail Argama to set a course for Luna 2, but Alberto demands they blast their way through the debris cluster to Von Braun. They argue as Midas turns their comms off, and in his anger after recalling the mobile suits, he blasts the derelict Salamis class with their main gun, alerting their presence to the sleeves. Unsign Riddy Marcinus asks Audrey if she wants to see the Gundam. Takuya and Mikot join in, uh, and seeing the unicorn's hatch opening and bandana in the cockpit. After waking up in the infirmary, Dagusa interrogates him, the crowd protests, but Dagusa notes a civilian hijacked in mobile suit and interfered with combat, which does warrant capital punishment. Bandana tells him everything he knew, but Dagusa doesn't believe it. Suddenly, the sleeves attack. The Nail Argama scrambles to defend itself as Audrey tells Bandana to get away and destroy the Gundam, but he refuses because she won't tell him why. Because it grabs our Audrey and pulls her away, claiming he knows who she is. On the bridge, Alberto demands they head to the moon with haste as they are being attacked by the MSN-06S Sinanju, an experimental mobile suit that they base the Unicorn specs off. The pilot is full Frontal, the Red Comet, the second coming of Shah, who single-handedly took out 2 Klop Klopp-class ships. Midas tells him if they run, they'll be attacked from behind, so they can't run away. After taking out several mobile suits, the battle is halted as a hostage negotiation takes place. Deguza informs Frontal they have the heir of Zeon Minerva Meneva Lauzabi on board. He demands safe passage, but Frontal refuses as they can't confirm it's her. He demands that they hand over the Gundam and all that info on Laplace's spot box, or be destroyed. Deguza and stage an argument, with the on to try and convert her uh, confirm her identity but to no avail as Alberto uh, Alberto fucks it up again. Bandana comes to the bridge and tries to get Meneva to leave, but she refuses to Bandana's dismay. Yes, why so many have to die for the box. Bandana launches in the Unicorn as Alberto returns to the bridge. The Unicorn and the Sinanju clash explosively to give the ship some time to leave. With Ridley's help, they're able to damage the Sinanju before Merida grabs the Unicorn in a kshatriya and forces Bandana to fall unconscious with a clean blow to the cockpit. As the sleeves withdraw with the Unicorn in tow, the symbol appears on the Unicorn's monitor saying Laplace. Bandana is taken to the Xeon-aligned mining colony of Palau to discuss history and oppression. Bandana tells Frontal about where he got the unicorn. To Angelo's anger, who tries to beat him up, but is called off by Frontal. Bandana is told in his battle with Frontal, he killed a sleeve soldier and is racked with guilt. Frontal tells Merida and Cinnamon to take him away, but not before the Bandana asks if Frontal is really sure. He tells him he's merely a vessel for Spacenoid's beliefs and will be whatever they need him to be. The Nailagama is resupplied, and Londo Bell is reinforced by Moacoa's teams as they try and find the Unicorn in Palau. The bickering between Alberto and the other captains makes Captain Midas leave out of anger, running into Deguza and his co-captain Liam. Uh, Deguza draws up a plan to rescue Bandana. Riddy then breaks Meneva out of a holding cell, trying to get her to come with him to Earth. And then back on Palau, Bandana deals with his grief over a family meal with Minerva. Afterwards, they talk at a church about hope, religion, and the symbolism of Neo-Zion. Uh, In their way back, a drunk man stumbles into Bandana, slipping a map and a transmitter into his hand with a plan for his escape that will inevitably turn the peaceful colony into another battleground.
1: Hell yeah. I slipped up so many times saying that. Oh my god. Oh, that's fine. That's way that's like way longer of a um <laughs> of a summary than I would have ever written. I'm
0: so so sorry. I <laughs> just oh, threw it I'll, just like,
1: I'll just like double double loop the uh, the music that goes under it. Okay. Um I really like how this episode begins like Yeah. Right. It it's it beginning the exact same shot as the last episode of like the unicorn drawing its saber and like charging the kshatriya mm. and like it immediately starts beating ass. It like cuts a wing like from the get-go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, another thing I really like is, um, Marita's visibly shaken by the Gundam's sight. Um, yeah. Which is Gundam like, is oh my enemy. god. It's a Gundam. A Gundam is the enemy. Um,
1: I never heard that before, gang. Um, yeah, that's a mm hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that from a certain earlier Gundam show, it seems. <laughs> I, yeah. um, that's it's rough. Oh man, it's rough. It's really interesting how because, okay. Back when, we, the last time we had multiple Gundams running around was Double Zeta. That would yes. have been, that was what, uh, nine years ago, I think?
0: I believe so, in, t- in, in in the timeline, yeah.
1: Yeah, Double Zeta was like 87 or 88, and this is 96. Um, everyone, it, it's like, they, they treat Gundam like this form of reverence. Like, all the crowd, everyone watching it, they're like, that's a Gundam! And, uh, we see like Takia, uh, uh but Bandana's, like, school friend going, like, oh, yeah, you, they used to call it the White Devil back during the One Year War. So, like, it's interesting how, I guess, over time, we never really got this. I guess because it's probably years after conflict, people, like, look back on it, like, through the lens of history more than mm-hmm. just, like, modern events. So they're like, oh, the Gundam. It became this big driving force. So now when, like, a Gundam appears, everyone's like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, things are going to get crazy. It's it's kind of like how... um.
0: British people will like look at like Spitfires and stuff. It's this kind uh-huh. of like icon of like this wartime kind of brilliance to them, which is kind of horrifying that like people look at such reverence at like tools of war. But yeah. like I think uh, Gundam encapsulates that perfectly because every
1: major war in history at this point has been decided by a Gundam. Because yeah, the re- I mean like the Federation won against Zeon like. Because, because of Operation the Gundam. V kicked off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: then um, the Grips conflict was won by the Zeta Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, the, both the Neo Zeon Wars were, like, ended by Gundams, or yeah. the actions of Gundams and stuff as well. So it's kind of like, I think it's a case of one of these things hasn't been made in a while. It has if you read Moon Gundam, but that requires yeah, that's, reading that th- Moon Gundam. <laughs> that's uh, the thing. So if People you, don't really
1: look at- think about that. <laughs> Right. If you look at like the, all the canon, the the main like TV shows and OVAs, there aren't that many. And then there's like a trillion side stories of just like oh, there's yeah, like fifty other Gundams. Gundams.
0: Oh, check this out. I love th- the the thing is about that you can you can really slap some there's some self-referential kind of humor about that in Thunderbolt. Uh, where they keep getting sent, like, old MSs from, like, the like the month before with just a V-fin and, like, a Gundam head, and they go, this is exactly the same as this gun cannon you sent before. Like, yeah. stop sending us fake Gundams. These aren't real Gundams. You've just put a head on them. Uh, it's great. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting to see immediately this super important machine has just come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So... People are freaking out, including, like, the person who's, like, fighting the Gundam. Um, and as a result, that's gonna fuck with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so, Marita's fighting Bandana, and eventually, like, Zinnerman calls her back as, like, the unicorn powers back down. Um, so, so, the, the garnseer is gone, Bana- Bandana's passed out, um, we see Zinnerman getting chewed out by this funny little guy named Angelo. This, this, this sweet little twink. I think it's Garma. <laughs> It, it It's Gama, but, like, obedient. <laughs> yeah, it's like Garma with a Char obsession.
0: Mmm, mmm. It's Gar- Garma, really, really
1: interesting. Yeah, I mean, with, with what he t- talks about later with, like, how much he fucking hates Bandana's guts and, like, Full Frontal's pristine battlefield. But then Full Frontal shows up. Uh, damn, blonde character wearing a mask. Never seen this before. He's huge. Yeah, he's very different. I think his hair sucks shit. It's bad, right? His hair is so it's fucking so stupid. Bad. The worst it's like, haircut. It's like he had a perm, but only to like the parts of his <laughs> hair that go down past the mask. So it's like straight yeah. and like pushed down from the mask and then poof, the volume in. He's got these like in. four like shitty little curls over like the top of his mask too. Oh, he, has, yeah, he has the fucking... Down. The how to draw manga hair wisps g- g- going forward.
0: It's so funny because later you see him, like, after he took the mask on, he puts <laughs> he it back to on. Adjust and he specifically speaks them out. It's so funny. God, oh, he's got the worst a
1: weirdo. He uh, He says some shit to Zinnerman. He's just like, yeah, it's all right. Uh, and Ange- it's like, yeah, Angel's really mad at Zinnerman for letting the Gundam get away, letting the the, the key to the boxer. I think they still just call it the box at this point, get away. Yeah, they are just calling it the box. And Full Frontals is like, no, it's okay. It's, uh, you know, t- to continue to pursue and fight is a real man's duty. I don't know what the fuck mm. he's on about, but like. I don't know. C- c- damn, Chief. I don't know what you're <laughs> saying, but I'll, I'll back it. D- d- damn, the Shar <laughs> character is talking about weird ideology because I'm checking my Gundam box. It's confirmed. <laughs> That's definitely char sh- <laughs> as As. <laughs> Bandana is passed out in the cockpit of the unicorn. He, he gets his. Sorry, weird flashback. I just decided that it would be Bandana this week. No, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we'll ha- we have to have a different one every single week. So we do. This is, this is good. Uh, he's passed out. He gets his flashback to like when he was a kid. He's like clockworked oranged in front of the piano <laughs> yeah. looking at the unicorn tapestry. It's really fucking weird. He's getting like zapped in the Noggin. I like. I don't know what this could be. I mean, did they know he was a new type as a kid? I don't think he's a cyber new type. I think he's all natural. I guess we got to find out. Oh, no. No, it's It's a a vitamin E and peppermint. Burt's bees. Uh, He's like looking in fear. I think more in fear of just like the weird machinery strapped to him. But like, again, it's him like staring at this unicorn tapestry and seeing like a silhouette of his father. And like, that's kind of it. It's like someone's playing the piano. That's really all we get from it. Just no, nothing more uh, expounded upon that yet. Um, so we cut from there to the Nail Argama. Mm-hmm. Um, they're inside. They're inside like a hollowed out dead colony. It's, yeah, um, it's
0: like a, um, it's a debris cluster.
1: Yeah, of just junk. And they find this like
0: huge, like they think they're about to be attacked by this huge like ship, but it's just a completely deserted Salamis class. Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh. Okay, that's
1: a little weird. Why is that there? Why is it fully intact apart yeah. from like just what, being old? What, what, what the Nail Argama doesn't see that we see is that there's like retro thrusters like strapped onto it that clearly are not part of the design. Mm-hmm. So you know these the resales get sent out again. We we learned the blonde kid is ready. Um, yeah, Boston really, is ready. I, from this episode, I already don't like this guy's fucking vibes. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna I love get, the rest I of the series, I wanna, then. I want to get rid of him. I want to um, fucking
0: push him in a locker, but not in, like, a endearing way. And, like, no, I'm actually it, it, bullying I, 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 I you I way. want to bully
1: him. I want you to be so sad you leave the school kind of <laughs> bullying. Um, We also learn... We learned that uh, the the captain of the Nail Argama is this guy named Otto Mitas. Midas. Midas. Um, I, I was calling him Midas. He's probably Midas, but, like, I'm, I, I'm I, fucking calling him Midas, because that's cool as hell. He's... He, okay, I'm very endeared to him, because... He he's a has, loser He's such a fucking loser who has no power because at any <laughs> yeah. given point in time, there are three different people who are so far above him in like the Federation chain of command. that he, he can't, can't do fuck all on his anything. own ship. I know it's so funny. His own crew knows he's incompetent and just kind of goes along with it. It's I I love Otto. He's so fucking funny. He's such a he's fail got, boy. He's got
0: a little. He's got like a. He's got like an emotional support butch lesbian called. Um, he does, he does. Liam does. <laughs> he I love her so much. I love her vibe. I want to buy her a drink from across the
1: room. She's uh, never said anything to Otto that wasn't, like, dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, I love her so much. Oh. um, let's Thanks, see. Liam. Thanks, Liam. The more uh, we, we see, the more cast of characters um, we, we see that um, Alberto is here from Anaheim. We, we yeah, saw him Alberto. Vist. He shot um, a man last episode. Yeah, he did. He shot his brother last episode. He like, shot down brother, and he's, he's fine here. with it. He's like he's a he's a fucking busybody, very like he's a straight true. lace Like oh shit, there's 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 a, a lot of uh, 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 classified information you can't let it get out. Um... And then we get fucking Daguzza Macklemore. This guy fucking, I like this guy so much. Rules. He's one of my
0: favorite characters in the series. He's so cool. He's he's the type on my first watch. The I was like, he's fine. I like. I guess he's cool. On My second. I was kind of warming up to him a bit. And now that I've got that like kind of like, oh yeah, no, he's pretty cool, like forefront in my uh-huh. mind. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Degusa, dude.
1: Oh it's Just, I like, love this guy. Consummate professional, ge- like seems <laughs> like a genuinely good person. He, he he's is. like he's the head of of his personal unit of Echoos. Is like yeah. I guess what they're like Federation Special Forces.
0: Yeah, they're special forces that um
1: I think they're internal affairs. Okay, shit. All right, yeah, that, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Why they're being sent out? I mean, because yeah, they have like that whole. They, they have the lotos. They have like these suits, like literally made for stealth infiltration. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense why they're the ones who are like trying to like get control of unicorn here. They're really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I actually they're... really like. I'm not a big Fetty fan. Just no, in general. Nor, nor should you be.
0: <laughs> I really do quite like it, course, though. <laughs>
1: I feel bad
0: for it, but they're actually
1: kind of cool. They have little Transformer suits. What's not to
0: love? They also seem like the most impartial part of the Federation government. Right. Because although they're trying to find out stuff about something that would, you know, they're trying to find stuff about about the box. They're trying to stay impartial to their own kind of, like, people, though, uh is the vibe that that, that I get from them. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, what Dagusa says at the end of the episode of, like, how he wants to treat— when, when he goes back to get bandana from um, Palau, he, like, wants to treat it like a rescue operation because he owes him. Like, he's definitely mm-hmm. is the kind of guy who's, like, has a level head and isn't just, like, the job comes first and nothing else. Like, no, he clearly cares about what he's doing and who he's dealing Did with. Did
0: you catch that he was the fucking um guy who flashbanged the Kshatriya in the last episode? No, I didn't. That rules. Yeah, he's the one that gets out, like, the top of the uh, Loto, like, flashbangs the like, Gashatri then bails from it before they destroy
1: it. Fuck yeah. He's so rules. cool.
0: He's so cool. <laughs> um,
1: he's... We see him with an engineer who's, like, hacking into the Unicorn cockpit to get Bandana out. And, like, Alberto freaks out because just starts talking about how there's... This thing is just chock full of Psycho frame and the Psycomu system the pilot can control it with their mind and and Alberto like comes like tumbling in through Zero like hey hey, know, hey no, 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 no no, 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 no,
0: no 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 I need to be present for all <laughs> the discussion of the, Shut the fuck unicorn off. no Gundam. don't say it it's, it's <laughs> so no funny. don't say it don't just don't talk about my little lies I've made <laughs> I imagine Alberto I, I obviously um funnily enough um not to not to give a preemptive um beyond to world if you're listening to the sub you dead ass straight away know that that is Okuyasu Nijimura oh like he's yeah. the same <laughs> voice. Um, I don't know what he sounds like in the dub. He's he's just like a regular busybody. <sighs> like he, I was I- imagining, he sounded like the berries and cream guy.
1: Takuza, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot talk about the mobile suit
0: technology. You talk about the mobile suit like that. I can't let you do that.
1: I won't let you do that. Um. <laughs> But we 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 cut from there. We see Riddy, He's um, introducing himself to Audrey and the other two kids, and he asks God, her if she wants. So Ugh. desperate. I know he he and like she's not that old, right? I get no. She's like she's seventeen,
0: 17 but, he's... but he is. He says he uh, later in the episode he says he remembers uh, seeing uh, Zion speeches when he was
1: a kid. Yeah, shit. So he's like a couple years. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Cause, cause my neighbor was a baby during the one year. He was a war, literal baby. If he remembers, he he would have been at least like five or six at yeah. the time. That like, so he's in his like early twenties, and this girl is like yeah, seventeen. He's, he's
1: twenty three. Fuck this guy. The fuck asshole. this guy. He, hey, he, do you want me to? Do want me to look up his actual age? No, no. I I just like search Riddhi Marcinus age, and it just twenty three. <laughs> fuck this guy. This guy sucks. He's like, uh, he's Yo, you want to see the Gundam? And, you know, M- 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 Maneva's not that interested, but Taki is like, fuck,
0: I want to see the Gundam, fuck yeah. And he's like, I want to see the Gundam tell, so bad. You can and,
1: tell that he just wanted Maneva to be the only one to say that she wants to see the Gundam. Mm- but, like, Mikot's there, she's coming along, but she's, like, you know, very depressed, of course. Yeah, because she watched all of her friends die. Yeah. Um, we... <laughs> we see the bridge. Fucking Otto and his cr- bridge crew are just like listening to the comms of Deguza and Alberto. Fucking argue with each other, and Otto's like, "Turn it off." just turned he's it like, off, and he's like, "I'll send the mobile suits out to check out that uh, Salama's class." And um, Liam's like, "You already recalled them. Do you want to send them out again?" And he's like, "Fuck it, just shoot it. Like, <laughs> shoot with the main loser. guns." Um, <laughs> he
0: sucks, but doing that and blasting that like back on uh, the name of um the. N- it is such a mouthful, but it's kind of cool. But back on full frontal ship, they see like the um, the blast uh, from uh, like far away on the bridge of his Rulula. Um, yeah, I, I recognize that one. That's from Star's Counterattack. It is. It's the Rulula. Uh, so they're on the Rulula, uh, and uh, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, they took the bait. Let's go. Um, Let's go."
1: <laughs> so so yeah they're getting ready in the Rulula to head out. Uh, we cut back and like Riddy and the kids are looking at the Gundam and Riddy looks over to Maneva and is like, wait, I recognize you. And she does like the fucking, she does anyaba sweating. And he's like, oh, you're just an act. You, you rummy this actress. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> um, And they open the hatch and like, the kids are shocked because all they see is bandana, not moving, blood pouring down the side of his head. He's just passed out. But like, God, it sure looks like that kid's dead in there. huh? It really looks like another dead child. Yeah. And, like, we, we cut of immediately to the infirmary. He wakes up, and, like, he sees Mikat and, and then he sees, I was like, oh, Audrey! And Mikot's like, aw, oh, he said a different girl's name first. And then Deguza storms into the
0: room like the giga Chad he is. Yeah! He's doing, like, the, he's doing, like, the, have you seen, like, the meme where it's, like, uh, Titan from Mega Mind, he's strutting forward, he kicks the yes. car, like three. Yes. You know, that's, that's how Dagooza's strolling into the yeah. room, like, 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 got to talk to, this, talk to this child because he did a crime and he
1: can get killed for it. Yeah, like cuts M- M- <laughs> like, he's just a kid, what did he do? And Dagooza's like, list 10 different crimes he and he's like, there dreams. could be pa- capital punishment if he doesn't cooperate, and they all just kind of shuffle out quickly. <laughs>
0: bail oh um God. but as um audrey's leaving the room uh he gives her kind of like a glance and they kind of like a oh, familiar
1: yeah a lot of people are starting to like look at audrey and be like hang on a minute wait a second i hold know you a wait a hold minute hold
0: on who are you <laughs> i know
1: your face uh, oh, you look so familiar to this baby that i saw during this big war <laughs> Uh between this scene and the next, we, we cut over to the Rulula and Angelo's kind of like taunting the captain of that ship and his men as like they get into their mobile suits and like of course Angelo goes towards the purple one and we see like this fuck very sharp red one in the background and he's like, We're not gonna need to do any work, like the captain's got this. Mm. Um I really and we... <laughs> like all of Angelo's mobile suits in the series, but this one in particular. Um this
0: is, is this just a
1: purple Gyrodoga?
0: i am pretty sure it's a different kind of Gira Doga. Um, but it's still like a cool one nonetheless. You no, know, it, it is the
1: heavy armed type. Um Oh, this is the um I think this is the Gira Zulu, actually. Um Maybe? Fucking, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of Giras. like at this point, I mean there's always like a trillion oh, different kinds Yeah, no, you're right, it is the Zulu. Gira Zulu. Yeah,
0: Gira Zulu, Angelo Sophie use. Um it's just this purple, like I know, I know it's, like, July, but, like, my guy still flying those colors in Pride Month. He's, he's, yeah. he's got that twink pride. I love that for him. Because he's, like, flying this, like, bright
1: purple, like. <laughs> it's, 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 like, two-tone. It's, like, a, it's purple yeah. and, like, this very, like, dark magenta. And it even mm. has, like, the little, like, orangish tubing that is, like. Because the Garmazabi Zaku from way back when mm-hmm. was, like, purple and orange, too. It's another nice little callback. Yeah. I like the, the big fucker fuel tanks on the back, too. Yeah. But um, this other suit, we don't really get a good view of it yet, but it seems way more important. <laughs> um, mm. So but before we see that in action, we cut back to the uh, infirmary and... Uh, Daguza hears all the story of what happened from Bandana and is like you suck me to believe that and, and Bandana's like would it be easier to believe that, um, that Cardi Smith is my father so <laughs> the boy's in deep the boy's really really in deep right now <laughs>
0: Daguza just goes like
1: that sounds fake yeah <laughs> it's like Giorno Jovanovich. voice like, bullshit but I believe it <laughs> um, and then like everything fucking shakes cause the Rulula's firing missiles at the Nail Argama it deploys four mobile suits and we see one moving, like, measurably faster than the others on the Three radar. times faster, baby. Yeah, literally textual. Like, one of the bridge crews is like, it, it, this, it's it's not debris. It's moving three times faster than the others. Like, all right, okay, mark off your bingo cards. <laughs> and reference. this is one of the sickest mobile suits in the series. This thing looks fucking nuts. It's so cool. It's, it is. It's the Sinanju. Yeah, the Sinanju. I love you this thing so much. It, so, so, the sleeves all have that thing where they literally have, like, the sleeves of so the mobile suit. It's black with this white, you know, not, I guess kind of filigree-ish look to it. Mm-hmm. The tsunami shoes are gold, not white. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the crazy. big man in charge. It, it's, I love, like, the so he's like, I mean, this, it's so fucking hard to describe. It's just, like, think of a mobile suit and make it ten times sharper
0: and red and gold. <laughs>
1: It has these really pretty. I like the um the thruster, um the not the thrusters, the um the uh fuel tanks on the back. I like how thin they are. It's gives a very sleek look to them. Um these gigantic fucking like thruster binders on the back. Like this thing is just covered in verniers and thrusters. You can tell it's, it's made to literally It's a little overdesigned.
0: Designed, but like in a cool it's way. It's meant
1: to be. It's meant to be, yeah. Like, I wouldn't like it, because because at one point they mentioned that, like, the Sinanju was stolen and refitted, so, like, mm. what it looked like before, I feel like I wouldn't like it as much because it's not this, like, I mean my favorite kinds of mobile suits are over-designed pieces of shit, and, like, this yeah. kind of fits that bill It's not, like, as bulky, like, my favorite mobile suit ever is a Nightingale um, Re- Yeah, no, that tracks A gigantic fucking lobster of a suit So this thing is, like, it is red and sharp like the Nightingale, but isn't, like gigantic bulky, but, like, I, this thing fucking whips, I love this thing
0: <laughs> yeah um, it's
1: really cool <laughs> it's it's flying in uh everyone's like scrambling on the nail argama this is when daguza kind of realizes like who audrey is uh because like everyone's going to put normal suits on and audrey like you know zero grief float zero zero g floats by daguza and and he's like wait you put a mobile suit on and he like looks back he's like huh and you know he, oh he, wait he, a second he realizes audrey's mineva um bazinga or, I'm sorry. I, I wrote Bazinga on my notes whole Bazinga, time. Banda- that's so good. <laughs> that, that'll be next week's. Uh, okay, Bandana good. catches Riddy's pendant as, as he flies by and, and hands it to him, and Riddy's like, "Oh, he thinks it's my good luck charm." Um, and he kind of like scowls as he turns away, of like, "That note. There's no way that kid could have piloted the unicorn. No way um, that kid could do that. that kid." And uh, that's when Maneva floats in and like pushes Bandana back into the room and tells him like. We basically need to destroy this fucking mobile suit so badly. The sleeves need it, so we got to get rid of it. We do, we cannot let them have this thing. Mm. Um, But but Bandana definitely... He's, like... I still think the level of how much he's obsessed with Maneva is a little weird at this point. Because um, he just met her. But he, he asks her, yeah. what do you want to do? Not what you think you should do, but, like, what do you want to do about the situation? So he can definitely tell he's, like, trying to, you know, have Audrey... I mean... I guess he's kind of not making her think about the greater good, but he's definitely like you know constantly asking her like, do you think you should do this or do you think you like you need to do this as like I mean, he doesn't know she's a leader or anything, but you know you know what I'm trying to say like.
0: I think it's more so um, he wants to. He said that he wants to feel needed by her, which mm-hmm. is like my guy. That's really not healthy for your own self image, yeah, but like at the same yeah. time, like I get it, yeah, but also it's I kind suppose. of like. I think it's a little bit of, um... Bandana really, like, falls into that whole children being different from adults as kind of, like, an idea. That's that's the role he fulfills in his early part in the story, I think. Um Which right. really does go back to... He wants Audrey to be like him, of kind of, like, aimless, but at the same time having that choice to kind of do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's...
1: He- he doesn't want to see her acting like an adult, like everyone else. Yeah, he wants her to, like, be like him. Yeah. I mean, she's a teenager. He wants her to be able to be a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, the, <laughs> this shit cracked me up. The Rizal's launch. Riddy launches. Riddy marcenas. Did you catch the name of the the Rizal commander's captain? I did not. Can you tell me about it? This guy's name is Norm Basilicock. <laughs> You, you can't name a guy that!
0: <laughs> oh, Gundam!
1: Oh, oh my god, I had to cover my mouth because my laugh was fucking peeking the microphone, oh my god. This Did fucking you know guy- A silicon? This, this fucking guy, and he dies this episode too, uh, fucking <laughs> ripped to a real one. <laughs> He's part of the Romeo squad, it's like, what the fuck? This fucking guy- what a fucking Norm loser! Norm uh, Yeah, he's in the he's in the um Riza with the green light. Song, they you really know the called him out Basilla That is th- that, that like Christ. beats out Kakuricon Kakuler as maybe the funniest <laughs> Gundam name so far. I'm still I'm still a big fan of Jamitov Hyman. Um, That's another tremendous one.
0: Incredible Gundam name. I know I know there's some like wild ones inside series like Revive Revival. Uh huh. But like. You, you don't you don't. You, know, they you, don't make
1: them like you see gundam names they don't make uh, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you see gundam <laughs> it's so goddamn good norm Basilicock. jesus you can't name a guy that <laughs> um people are you know they, they, they're they're taking off people are expositing about full frontal being the second coming of char his mobile suits undefeatable it, it was taken um it was taken to anaheim and norman? like norman was that Oh uh, yeah, is norm short for <laughs> Norman Basilicock? No, it's actually Normal Basilicock. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, normal <laughs> if it's a basilicock, let's be real. Yeah, don't let <laughs> it, it can it can turn you to stone. Oh, no. <laughs> um so uh, Alberto Rosin
0: <laughs> I can't get my mind of Norm Basilicock.
1: It's it is it's it is the name of all time. <laughs> I just
0: didn't, I just didn't catch it when I was scene! okay, we need to talk about Full Frontal, or I'm gonna die. Yes,
1: yes, so, so Full Frontal, you know, people are exposing about him, oh, shit, he's the best, he's the Red Comet, undefeatable, and, like, this is when, um, um, god, I always, I genuinely always forget his name, Alberto, because there's Alberto and Angelo, and I constantly yeah. get their names confused. Alberto rolls in, exposing about it, and he's like, yeah, the, uh, the sleeve stole the suit from us, and he, like, plugs in this little, uh, credit card-looking thing that, like, gives the tech specs of the Sinanju. It's funny how he just guess, had that on hand. That's very weird for him to have, but whatever. Um and this is he when he's just Mineva really walks. proud of his portfolio. I know, yeah. I guess he's giving them the specs of like what it was originally. Yeah, because considering it was based off the uh based off the Sinanju. Yeah. Um but this is when Maneva walks into the bridge and um full frontal is like fighting a bunch of guys at once uh Angelo tells his, all of his men to stand down and not fight. Like cause Wolf fighting like three different guys, and Angelo's yeah. like, no, we're just get, we just get in his way. They like, literally don't help him. We just we're just here to he watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're, they're the peanut gallery. Um <laughs>
0: They're like the fucking like two Muppets that sit up in the fucking circle. Yeah, <laughs> Staller
1: and Waldorf, exactly. Yeah. Uh but this is when Dagusa radios uh the you on the, 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 the combat radio and tells the sleeves to stand down. He has Maneva Laozabi heir to the Zeon's throne. This is the big, the big reveal that we definitely didn't know about till now. We definitely didn't know about that. Um, full frontal responds like, "What do you want, Daguza Um, Full frontal doesn't really seem to care that they have Maneva at gunpoint. He doesn't I really li- care. They, they literally don't give a shit. Yeah, and there's a really, there's a really good conversation about it later on with really, but it, it, it's <laughs> it, it, it's good when we get to it. Um, but, you know, Full Frontal is just like, we don't know that she's Meneva. You can't verify that. Like, we're going to continue fighting. You know, give us three minutes. Uh, he He's giving them three minutes to hand over the unicorn, and then he will safely allow them to leave and go wherever they needed to go. Um, that's, like, really the extent of the bargaining he's willing to do. And over that three minutes on the bridge, like, Mineva just kind of talks about how she's fine being used as a bargaining ship. Like, that's kind of all she can do at this point. Mm. Uh this is when Alberto also reveals to the rest of the bridge that, like, the suit's not the box itself. It's just the key. Like... Yeah. If 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 they destroy the unicorn, Earth send it out to get destroyed in battle, Neo Zeon can't do anything with it. They can't open the box. A status quo can be upheld. Um, it's just very, like, nebulous conversation about, like, just the, the nature of the unicorn. Yeah. Like, we we know it's the key. And, like, you know, we, we see that La Plus program. But it's just like what is it? I guess we'll find out, but I'm just like, what is it? <laughs> um, I want to know.
0: I want to know. Let me this see. This is when,
1: this is when Bandana comes in and, and kind of, what we were talking about before, how he tells Maneva, um, he's like, no, you're not Maneva. You're Audrey to me. Like, you know, you're, you're young. Like you don't need to do what all these stupid adults want you to do. You know, come leave with me. And it's just like, it it just comes off as like absurdly naive. Like more mm. so than a lot of like, you know, naive early Gundam pilots come off. Like, cause it, I think at this yeah. point, Deguza has a pistol held to Maneva's head, right? Oh yeah, for sure. He absolutely does.
0: Um mm-hmm. I do really I yeah, it was very much a case of that naivety. Um mm-hmm. and it's one of the things that I like so much as Unicorn, it's a series that like it handles that naivety very well. Um, but like to say any more will be spoilers for the rest of it, so I won't okay, say any yeah, more, yeah, but I really, really like Banaja as a protagonist. He's, um, he's like my, th- of the four main guys, um, just because of what they do to him, like, after the series, that he's kind of the most important character. It's like, Amuro's my least favorite. Oh, then, fuck Amuro, that guy sucks. Yeah, fuck that guy, fuck that pick. He Camille's the cop. best.
1: Oh, Camille is at- the best. Camille and Judo trans icon.
0: Like- Camille and Judo are just God-tier protagonists, and they're number uh-huh. one and number two, but like, that number three spot is definitely like Benazza, and I really, really like him. Yeah. Um, I just happen to really like these excellently written, fantastic little, little fucking ch- children just going, giving it their all in war, one in a slapstick comedy way and the other in an absolutely suffering hell way.
1: Um, I fucking love Zeta. Zeta's f- Zeta it's like my good. favorite my favorite Gundam is 79 the best mm-hmm. Gundam like from an objective standpoint I think is Zeta in my opinion it's um one in the pocket but that's mm. just my
0: that's my controversial opinion
1: I, I don't think that, I feel like more people say that than a lot of things. I I say the like so much, it's A80 so much 83 is the best but I'll get there 83 um, is kind of eh. it's it's I pretty can, good but it's it's you know mm. anyways yeah. unicorn <laughs> you, you know, right um <laughs> So, Bandana kind of comes to realize that, like, no one's gonna budge, so he was like, alright, I'm gonna take matters in my own hands, I'm going to go out, and if I destroy that red suit, there won't be any problem, and me and Audrey can live happily ever after. And And then, like, Alberto's, like, suspiciously not in the room anymore. Yeah, it's so fucking funny, Alberto's such, like, Alberto's a fail boy like Otto is, but not in a funny way, in just kind of like (laughs) a... He's, like, in a gross little gremlin way. in, In, like, a fucking corpo way. Yeah. Um... We see Riddy tries to fight Full Frontal, and like he he gets a he gets a fucking like I it's kind of a new type flash. It's not a full new type flash, but he's like oh he like kind of backs off as Full Frontal like pulls out his rifle. Um, mm-hmm. This is when Norm Basila cock charges in. I really like how the Rizel, how the Rizel's beam rifle is also its beam saber. Like yeah, you hold the entire gun as a handle as it. Well, it was like that for the Zeta
0: too. That's true.
1: Um, uh, because the the Rezal and the REGZ are both yeah, based all, Zeta. Yeah, they're all based on the uh, Zeta. And yeah, he charges in. He just gets fucked. Like he's done. Goodbye, Norm. Very very sad. Yeah, to see he gets you, shit on. Go. Um, rip 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 that fucking. He got he got Priscilla cock and ball tortured right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ritty, okay. Riddy, I guess like an actual new type Flash. So he's a new type. Whatever. Who gives a shit. Uh, he gets his new type flash as like the unicorn sorties and uh, Dagooza is so goddamn mad at Alberto for letting Banagia go out and Alberto's just like no it's fine if the key gets destroyed uh, problem solved I guess mm. uh, so Bandana goes out um, he has this like fancy uh, normal suit he's wearing that like uh, Alberto kind of exposits it's full of some you know medical equipment that basically like it can puff up and like heal you and shit as you take on like the absurd g's the unicorn can put out it's like a yeah. suit designed to be piloted by or it's a, a suit designed to be worn by the unicorn's pilot and like no one else that's kind it's of a cool thing it's just like it the, the
0: magma diver episode of evangelion oh
1: if uh if you i made you think you... about that again didn't i the price of fruit is going up, Google ban- banana inflation to learn more. Um.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Don't do
1: that. Don't do it. Don't we do it. I'm warning you it. On. Um, it is actually pretty cool where like um he
0: like puts on the thrusters like super fucking hard and like the around like the thighs, like the yeah, it pops the up, puffs up cool. a little bit um to deal with the G-forces. It's sick as hell actually.
1: You know what's also sick as hell? Unicorn has a special gun. <laughs> the, the beam magnum! This shit fucking whips. It's the coolest fucking thing. It's so Wait. strong. The the Zeta, like, Gundam's guns had, like, battery packs. I remember a big deal in Zeta is a lot of the times, like, Camille would go out with, like, battery packs for the Zeta's rifle. This is, like, an actual magazine. Like, it's a Yeah. Clip. Like, it's five little guys that stack together and, like, when he fires it, one pops off, and the next one comes in. And like he sta- he he stores a, a an extra um magazine, like both on the rear skirting of the unicorn. Mm-hmm. This thing, this gun, it like fires, and it's like this ball of like light that like kind of grows mm-hmm. and then like bursts out, and like it melts everything. At one okay. Point, yeah.
0: So, um, some fun little information about this that goes back to um, uh, one of the build f- series, um. Uh-huh. We see one of the like we see like a um <laughs> like a first like like an RX seven eight like two Gundam like try and fire the uh the the, the beam magnum the unicorn has and it just rips the arm off it completely cause the kickback on it's so insane because it's that strong a gun. That's um, the that rules. Uh I think I I think it's in narrative. I think there's uh an MS that um <laughs> oh, it's so cool. It like it fires a beam magnum. But, like, instead of having more, like, rounds for the beam magnum, it has extra arms, because every time it fires it, it breaks the arm and it needs to be replaced. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking rules! It's so cool! Uh, I haven't watched Narrative yet, I'm so excited. I I held off from watching it, um, because I knew we would be watching it on here. Yeah! I'm so oh, yeah. excited for narrative. Let's let's watch the show that it's meant to freaking be a sequel to first. Though, yeah,
1: this is the narrative unicorn. Oh, you mean Narrative's prequel?
0: Oh, oh, um, you mean, you mean narrative? So, prequel? oh yeah, we're gonna, gonna watch narrative Angelo next episode. Relieved. By the way, guys, <laughs> next episode's narrative. <laughs>
1: B- That's how it works. Borative, borative, er, narr- <laughs> borative. Nar- narrative, or er, Sorry, it's Borative's dad. Narrative. That's what it is. I got there. <laughs> unicorn next generation. <laughs> Believe it. Um so the beam magnum so powerful one of the gear zulus gets destroyed by being near where it shot. <laughs> yeah. Like it gets fucking bisected by like just the heat this thing puts out. Holy shit. Like just like an offshoot of like some of the heat of like this beam magnum. Um, Angela, just, Angela, it's a, oh, I'm yeah. dead. Fucking nuts. A- and Angelo gets really goddamn mad that he has to like desecrate full frontals pristine battlefield by like firing on Riddy because Ritty rolls in and, like, wants to flank uh, Full Frontal with um, Bandana. Mm. Uh, another Char moment, though, because, you know, uh, Bandana's shooting. just like She's shooting willy-nilly this beam magnum, and Full Frontal's hiding a lot. And, like, Bandana loses sight of him, and he pops up right in front of him and does the shark kick he to the unicorn's cockpit. He does the Char cockpit. kick! Yeah, it's so good! It's so cool. Um, oh, I love this. This is... Yeah, and like when they start to flank, this is when we get the old fashioned, the old style of new type flash. We up. hear that uh, as as um Bandana sees full frontal turn look towards him and he's like, fuck, and he has to break off, and like this is when Marita flies in with a Kshatriya, and so now it's a two-on-two again, but like nothing can really happen because she just like jabs him in the cockpit and then the Unicorn powers down <laughs> and she's just like holding this like after like, up to, suit. like <laughs> this lip suit up to um but Dad is, like, thrown up in his helmet, too. Yeah. It's so <laughs> he, gross. He throws up, he's like, Audrey, and passes out as, like, Marita's, like, holding his fucking rag doll. Mm. Oh, that's so funny. And this is this is when that La Plus symbol appears in the cockpit as he, yeah. like, passes out. Yeah. I wonder if that'll be, uh, that'll be important. Probably not. Yeah, that's probably fine. Doesn't sound like anything else, any other box from this series so far. Um... This is when we get some good ideology to this. This is a good conversation with a character I don't like. <laughs> uh, Cause Riddy, we're back on the nail or gum after the battle. Like, the sleeve's a taken banana. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Riddy is talking to Maneva in her in her like room in her cell. Um, he's really fucking mad at her. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he remembers when he was a kid, he saw a zombie speech on TV as a kid, and he's like, say see Zeon, say it! Like he's see, fucking... see the words. He's fucking pissed. He's like, he tells Neva that as Bandana passed out, he was saying your name. Like, I don't know why that's the thing he has to be mad at about. I guess because he's a Bandana's competition. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks.
0: Ah, yeah, This seventeen-year-old child. Uh, Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna be mad at this like other child her age is getting more attention than I, the twenty-three-year-old pilot, am. What oh, a I do not like reading Marcinus. Ah, daddy. Uh but the, the
1: the kind of gist of this entire conversation boils down to they both kind of have really important names, and if anything, the Marcinus family was like the pre-Zeon family who believed in like humanity and space as a whole. Mm-hmm. To kind of distill it. Um Mineva says Full Frontal doesn't care about recognizing Mineva as Mineva, recognizing the Princess of Xeon, because the neo Zeon and Federation have begun to make amends, or so they were, until the Unicorn appeared and the threat of the box rose up once more. So the Federation is willing to trample everyone in their way to secure, you know, lock it down once more. Um, everything gets covered up. All of Industrial 7 got covered up. Yeah. Um, the Federation will do literally anything to stop this. They'll break off all these ties that they were rebuilding. So... Like full. That's why the Vist. Um. I. I guess the Vist Foundation like decided that like this should be public knowledge, which is why they're gonna give the unicorn over to the sleeves and full frontal. And I guess. And that's f- why they're mad. Right. Full. Full frontal knows that if he can get his hands on the box, it's not gonna matter. It's. It's. It's enough of like a monumental thing that it's not gonna matter if Maneva's in the picture or not because it just it's so much older and bigger than Meneva is. Like, she's, like, a 17-year-old princess of, like, a mostly defunct nation at completely this Completely like, gone. Like, like it's, it's like,
0: it's, like, the only, it's, like, having your, like, I don't know how to describe it other than, like, it's, like, having, <laughs> it's, like, your name having clout because you're, like, were related, like, somehow to, like, Edward the Confessor from medieval ages, it's like right. it really doesn't matter all that much but to like the insane
1: loyalists you do matter a hell of a lot more. Right. It's like it's like it's like Maneva's one of the fucking like modern day Kennedys and mm-hmm. there's then then there's the That's direct a much better of independence. analogy. Yeah. Right. Like she she, she she's small potatoes she's not importance right here. Yeah. Um but but it but the the one thing that really interested me is that like both of their families have such a weight to them. Obviously, Xeon for being Xeon, But the Marsenus family, from what I gathered, basically really just from that prologue, is kind of like the pre-Zeon, like the first family. Like, you know, marcenas was the biggest name when the Universal Century started. He was like the prime minister or whatever. Mm-hmm. Talking about the promise of space and this charter and everything. And like, then, you know, oh shit, everything went really, really wrong. And people forgot about him and he lost importance. It's like, it's a pretty apt, um, you know, it's it's like a pretty apt comparison to make here. But like. Ritty, he kind of starts to understand what she's going for here, but, like, you know, she just completely talks her way around him. It's nice. Get his ass. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, him. Get rid of him. And then we go... We go to a palatial estate. Yeah. A, a very nice, fancy building. I thought this would have been... I was like, is this Zeon? No. Like, Axis is gone. Side 3 is gone, too, I think. Like, this is in... We learn it's in side six, it's a mining asteroid named Palau. Yeah, but um. the room is based off the
0: main room at a Boaku.
1: <laughs> yeah, did we ever see that room at a Boaku And I
0: don't know if we did or not. I feel like if we did, we weren't paying much attention to it. But one thing um, I find uh... really, really neat is that there are three flags in this room. Um, the original Zeon flag, uh, Shah's Neo-Zeon flag, and then the sleeves flag above it as well. Yeah. I think that's a really, really nice touch. That um, I think I really like Full Frontal because he, as a character, really stands to embrace the history of what his like organization means, and what it stands for, and what the people of space and what the people of Zeon want. Uh, and this conversation kind of highlights
1: that as well. Yeah. So it's it, full frontal is such an interesting character. I mean, because mm. he's, he's so, very so interesting. He's, he's very obviously not Char, but he's not trying to be. He even says that like later on, you know, I'm, I'm skipping random parts of it. But like when Bandana asks him if he's Char, he says, I'm just an empty vessel. If the people of space want me to be Char Asmal, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. comparing that to Shar being like no i am quatribagina like s- saying very decisively who he is despite what we know he is versus full frontal being like i'm okay with whatever people want me to be like because Shar famously fucking hated that shit like when he had to be the one to lead um a Yuke back in zeta he was like all right i guess i'll be Shar," but like you could tell he fucking hated that shit mm-hmm. and full frontal has so much more like I know he has like this renewed potential to like lead Neo Zeon, but critically, I feel like he doesn't have the charisma of Shar. People say he's the second coming of Shar, but like he really, like, he's very obviously not Shar. I mean, he looks like Shar if Shar had like dog shit hair. He even has yeah. the fucking scar and everything. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. like, he, he, it's, he's a man who's very clearly trying to like not become shar but he wants to become what people remember shar as which i think is yeah. very, very interesting to me
0: i really like that that Yum. he he's he's the embodiment of what he believes his people want not what he himself wants to be yeah. and i think that's very interesting for an antagonist to be that he he is a vessel for the dreams of uh his Zeon. he's the dreams of the sleeves um, mm-hmm. And these people who've been oppressed by the Federation for so long—it just so happens that he's going about it in the way that they want him to go about it, which is the way that Shah went about things. And right?
1: Yeah. It's it,
0: so he- wild and interesting, and I
1: love this writing for this character so much. Oh, I love Unicorn. He's emulating Shah in like all the wrong ways, basically. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a big rumble of thunder. Oh. Um, but, but <laughs> this is so i love that this scene's scene so cute bandana is like so awkwardly like out of his depth like trying to like he like he's very you know he's standoffish with full frontal but like full frontal's like you know are do you have a problem sitting down with tea with a mortal enemy and he's like oh and he like kind of scurries over to the couch and sits down <laughs> and like <laughs> goes to shake full frontal's hand when he takes his mask off and everything it's so cute um, yeah he offers him a handshake and then he's like about to take it and he's like hang on a second take that mask off
0: wait a minute put your put yeah. your mask off
1: man and he yeah. does actually take it off and i really do appreciate that yeah angelo is like what the fuck you took his mask i mean like clearly people it's not like a a thing where no one's ever seen his face because like people act surprised when they see him like when um zinnerman and marita come back in later he they act surprised but like They've mm-hmm. seen his face before. Clearly, it's not like with Shar where you're like, "Holy, oh, what, what is that?" Fa-? You know, like it's just a very Who's rare that occasion. Man? It's it's a rare occasion, but like you know, he's being he's giving Banana like the enemy's respect. Like he's being very forthcoming and telling him all the things he asks for. Not everything, but like he is. Yeah, he's treating Bandana very well. Clearly, in an effort to like ingratiate him towards his side and to see his side of this conflict. Because again, mm-hmm. I mean, I surely he must know that only Bandana can pilot the unicorn. Like I think it's kind of like I think it's implied that he knows. Be, because if he'd already talked with Cardius beforehand about getting the unicorn, like Cardius would have had to explain to him, by the way, the unicorn can be registered to one single person. So the fact that Bandana was in the cockpit of unicorn, I I feel like full frontal has to know that like only Bandana like, can be the aww, one to use it. What you done that for Bandana? Yeah. You 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 got to you 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 got your you got your little teen boy cells inside it. Now I can't use it. Come on, um, <clears throat> got a little, he, um, good little child in my mobile suit. I gotta get. I can't get him out
0: of there. I'm never gonna wash his psychic stink off my mobile suit. It's,
1: it's, you pour. You spilled soup all over the damn. Cockpit. He got the Bandana. soup all over Come the on. cockpit. Uh. Um, Full frontal asks Bandana. You know, he asks him for information surrounding the box, everything that he knows, which you know, it's not much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and is like, you know, Maneva tells me or Audrey, because you know, he's he's like refusing to recognize her as Maneva. He says that you know, she says if you got the box, it would just mean more more war. Everyone feels the same way after Industrial Seven. um And Full frontal asks Bandana, like, do you believe in such a thing as this box that can like supposedly start a conflict or end all conflict? And Bandana's like, well, uh, history. And he just recites, like, uh, Discovery of Manofsky Particles, the Colony Drop, the Axis Shock, like, all of these things that happened that, like, became these, you know, pivotal points in UC's history. Um, And Full Frontal starts to kind of, like, wax poetic about... He wants to make a better future for space noids. um, And, like, it really seems like Full Frontal is kind of learning from the mistakes of... Neo's of Xeon as a whole but like more from Char because like it's again I, this guy can't be Char Shar's fucking dead so is very very gone it's interesting to me that Full Frontal has like it almost feels like he has Char's knowledge you know like mm. he, it, he very much does seem like the second coming of Shar because of the things that like he knows it's like he's learned it's like fucking like like Char died and then like, oh, he had an extra life and came back as full frontal or something. I guess that's what the kind of the implication is with the whole second coming of Char thing. Yeah. But full frontal, God, he's such a fucking cool character. He's so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he, by the end of the conversation, he calls Zinnerman in to retrieve Bazinga. And, and you know, he's just going to basically have Bazinga or Bna- Bandana, whatever the fuck his name is. He's going to have Bandana hang out with Merida just to kind of like learn how to hang out with Neo neozeon pretty much like he just yeah. wants bandana to learn how to respect and work with these people because like, we are people too we want you to
0: live our way yeah. and kind of i know our way is different to your way because you went to like amazon college but you know that's fine we're gonna we're gonna take you to a nice family meal <laughs> with this like pilot that you fought on the yeah. battlefield oh, that
1: part was so cool um before that though we, we cut back to the nail argama and everyone's everyone is just fucking pissed at Alberto for sending the unicorn out. Like we have to get two Echo Us teams to team up together to infiltrate Palau and get the the suit out. Like for some reason Alberto is the one briefing them on this. And like Yep, and it sucks because nobody likes him. <laughs> everyone hates him. And, like, Otto just, like, excuses himself. And he just has, like, a fucking tantrum in the elevator. kicking. He the he's, Otto is such a fucking funny guy. He's, like, discount Kylo Ren. He's, like, angry and impotent, but, like, doesn't have actual power like Kylo Ren does. He's, like, kicking, like, he's kicking the wall of this, like, lift in as he's going up to, like, a different floor.
0: And as he kicks, like, the door of it, like, the doors open and he slips out to Dagooza and Liam. And it's, like, the are both just looking at him, like,
1: we gotta look after you, man. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, and, and he's really fucking mad about this whole operation. He doesn't, because, like, again, the entire thing is he's the captain of the ship who has literally 0 authority because there's always someone higher up above him. hmm And, um, Deguz is like, you know, actually, I'm kind of fine with the plan. Like, we get to, we can, I'm, I'm treating as a hostage rescue to get Bandana out of there, so it's not all bad. Uh, he's very just, like, calm and collected about it. And he mentions, he's like, by the way, I hear your ship has a hyper-mega-particle cannon. And then we just kinda like yeah. switch over from that scene. And I remember that shit. They had to shoot that shit into fucking like at the end of Double Zeta to rescue Judo from when he fought Haman. I remember when the nail Argama got that big fucker gun.
0: That's a pretty that's a pretty interesting callback yeah. you make that at double Zeta. I'm yeah.
1: Sure that will come up again. Oh also, uh at one point we 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 see we see some new suits in the hangar a little bit earlier on. Um, one is definitely like some, it's like some Jigen custom, but the main thing, the fucking Delta Plus. Yeah. The Delta Plus. It's like, it's like fucking twisted Yakushiki. It's
0: so yeah, fucking cool. It, it's like, I don't think it has that beam coating anymore. Um, no, it's, it's not, not gold, bright gold, but it's like, it's like a, it's like
1: a goth Yakushiki. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this like very like dark gray, blue color. Um, and it has like red eyes. It looks fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's cool. It's um, so cool. rudy stares at it very like knowingly. I guess he's going to fucking pilot it. Who gives a he shit? He absolutely will Fuck with how he guy. looked at it. And it's like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, so we cut from there to like full frontal getting intel that, yeah, Equus is probably going to attack Palau next. So we got to be careful here. Um, <laughs> Because they know, like, they know that it's, like, a Neo Zeon sympathizer's running it. So they know mm-hmm. that's probably where they had to have gone. Um, <clears throat> we we see um, Bandana and Merida eating with his family. And, like, it's really interesting to me because you kind of think that, like, I maybe this is just, like, they, the artist just wanted to draw some nice food. But I would have expected them to be eating, like, you know, very... Like gruel. basic food yeah they're eating like paella and hamoni barico like they like really nice like mediterranean food and i was like I what think the thing hell is about
0: that though is mediterranean food like it's very nice and it's very like nicely like made and stuff but it is very kind of low cost like paella's like um main
1: ingredient is rice that's true i mean i i guess i, I guess that's speaking more of like living in like Northern Virginia, I mean, well, there's nice food here, but, like, if I went to go get paella, that would be, like, a very extravagant thing to to either make or to buy. Mm-hmm. But I see this, and, like, you know, this, this family's eating these this very, like, colorful food. I don't know if it's, like, a statement on anything, because it doesn't really tie into anything else, but I was just, like, kind of surprised that they weren't just eating gruel, like you said. <laughs> um, but th- this is another really, really... God, I've, all the conversation people have in Unicorn... Like, follow, it's like, so good! Word, it's so fucking good. Because the main thing here... Uh, Bandana and this kid are arguing. And they're basically, like, arguing that the kid is like, oh, the Federation fucking sucks, they're killing us. And Bandana's like, well, Neo Zeon sucks too because they, they attacked first. And it's like, you can very clearly tell the whole point is that, oh, shit, side A thinks side B is the villain while side B thinks side A is the villain in the exact <laughs> same way. War is bad. I mean, yeah. not not as, like, ham-fisted as that. But it, it's like, you can tell the kid the kid is raised on this propaganda in the same way bandana was raised on this propaganda and you know the kid is like you know you're a space noid bandana like why are you on the federation side and you know he talks to his dad who was a pilot for uh Zeon back in the day and it's like this entire thing and like bandana is like he he kind of he's like you know, ugh, excuse me i'm getting getting tied up in my words um no, okay he, he, bandana starts talking about you know oh Neo Zeon dropped a colony way back when and like Nothing could have been done. Innocence died. I didn't I didn't kill anyone. I didn't mean to kill anyone. He, like, starts to kind of, like, spiral and freak He's out. He's like, i definitely... down, like, scares the shit out of this kid. Yeah, because the kid starts crying. Because, like, you know, it's Bandana trying to justify his argument. And it very quickly turns into Bandana after. Because, like, oh, I don't think we really mentioned it. Um, Angelo informs Bandana in the scene when he talks to Full Frontal that he killed a pilot by shooting his beam magnum wildly. And even mm-hmm. Full Frontal is like, it was a stray shot. I know it wasn't intentional. But, like... He has to reckon that he now has, like, human blood on his hands, and he can't justify his argument when he's, like, also having, like, a fucking panic spiral because he's realizing that he definitely ended someone's life. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. But that's when um, Merida comes, and is like, all right, we're going. Come on. Come with me, kid. We're going to church, uh, child. Come on. Let's go. We're, <laughs> we're going to church. Sit your sit your ass down and pray. We're going to church. Uh, Come be on. Kinda, let's big, go. Big, big, big fan of Hosier. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, put put on your
0: Sunday best. well, wow, have you seen it? She's absolutely not straight. She's absolutely loving that song mm.
1: <laughs> This is interesting though it's it's I don't know if we've really gotten a representation of Christian faith in u c before yeah, it's wild <laughs> it's 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 just it's a very nice ornamental looking cross it It's like this makeshift church is kind of like dug out almost, and Marita tells him. She's like, you know, no war is ever truly justified, but you can't save human lives and be righteous at the same time sometimes. And she takes him, you know, she shows him this church and she exposits that, like, when people first were uh, sent into space, it was kind of an exile and humans naturally kind of flock towards some kind of light, right? And she gets to, she gives this interesting line about, like, the sun. You know, the sun is the light to earth, but once you're out in the asteroid belt, like, the sun is like any other star, so you gotta find your own thing. So he talks about how people found religion at first, and then it kind of became this zionic, uh, space philosophy that people- That became, like, humanity's new god in space. Yeah. Fucking, god, That's this is such a cool thing for gunner to explore!
0: cool ideas! I love god. unicorns so much, and it comes back to that, like, idea of the unicorn as a beast of possibility as well- of, like, what separates a god from being a beast, and that kind of thing. It's like, people look up to these lights, and people looked up to Zeon as something to be revered, and um, worshipped kind of like a religion, and that's why so many people went... And and that's true for a lot of things. It's kind of like, um, I don't want to get too deep, but if we go back to, like, the Nazis' rise to power, because that is very much who, like... Oh, yeah. the Zabi family are, like, based on. The reason they managed to rise to power that quickly and that kind of effectively is because they gave a light, if that makes sense. They yeah. they presented themselves as very kind of, like, presentable in a time of turmoil, and although they, they only existed to spew hatred and be, like, straight up just completely evil people, um, mm-hmm. because of their unified, like, perception that they gave off, um. even though they really didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing, they were just as confused as everyone else because they seemed to have their shit together. Yeah. People just flocked to them and followed them and it's a very similar thing to what happened in with the Zabi family. And it's why right. some people still look up to Meneva as this next hope. And it's up to her to kind of stray from the the horrible shit her family did to bring that new future that everyone... Wants that everyone needs to be, and I think that's why she feels so much pressure because she is carrying the hopes of like v- every millions of people. Yeah, and she's seventeen. That's a lot to put on a fucking
1: kid. Poor that's fucking crazy. kid. Oof. But yeah, and like see Benazza's point at that point, right? Right, like it. It. It's so good at just showing, like, filling in these, like, parts of the world you wouldn't necessarily think of at first. the world-building in Unicorn. It's like, I love this, like... standing. This like, this, like, eight or nine episode OVA
0: series has better world-building than, like, <laughs> fucking, like, like all like of some Wing got
1: I know, yeah.
0: <laughs> all of Wing. I didn't like Wing. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Capital F. Fine, I guess. Compared to this, though, I mean, unicorn's already like pulling ahead. Hot damn! Yeah, yeah. Um, th- the last part of this conversation is Merida telling Banagher, uh, "It's like don't worry about the lives you take in battle. You have no room for regrets. You can't undo what you do in battle. Um, you know, when you're when when you're on the battlefield, you and your mobile suit become one entity, a pilot." And he's like, "Miss Merida, do you pilot a mobile suit?" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, he doesn't know." And, <laughs> and she's like yeah i do kid yeah i i do i do kid sorry <laughs> yeah it's it's, oh, it's very funny oh uh,
0: my god
1: at that moment we kind of we we, we see echo infiltrating palau um in, it's a in really their, in, cool scene you just see those lotos just tumbling towards things they, up they, they, the, they pop out of the they pop out of the yeah i love the fake balloon asteroids i love them um,
0: so much i love that like it was introduced as like a bit in zeta and now they're, like,
1: plot-relevant, like... I know,
0: it's, like, pivotal
1: in Decades tools. later. Yeah.
0: Because, because it makes sense, to be fair.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't have, like, x-rays, you're just looking... You're just looking. I um, mean, if you did have x-rays, like, everyone would be, like,
0: dying of, like, just radiation poisoning, because they'd just be know, blasted fine. with, be... like, x-rays the entire time. They'd be Manovsky x-rays, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's fine, then.
1: <laughs> Manovsky um, l- particles l- definitely don't cause cancer. Oh, God, yeah, we're going to get, like, a, like another Gundam set in, like, very late UC. And everyone's like, oh, weird, all disease. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: eight years old, but I look like an old man because i have been
1: living <laughs> next to this
0: Minovsky particle
1: plant my whole eight years of life. <laughs> um, we, we get a quick cutaway scene before the end of the episode. Uh, Riddy like, infiltrates. He, like, knocks out the soldier in front of Maneva's cell and tells her, we're going to Earth. I don't think he should be in charge of her but whatever, yep, I guess that's why he's going against plans. Dude, um you fucking
0: get away from my daughter right now.
1: You leave her alone, get a job!
0: Uh, <laughs> it's like the one scene from, like, I don't watch The Office, but, like, it's mm. that fucking, like, where Stanley's, like, going off on that, like, one yes. guy. It's just like, Have you lost a little girl. So I'll <laughs> help you
1: find it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So um, good. But the last thing that happens is... Um, Bandana and Marita are like walking through the streets of Palau and like this this drunk bumps into him and like hands him a crumpled up piece of paper and a pen. Um, he and, just like, goes so on, sorry, bud. Yeah. And like later on, Bandana looks at it, he opens it up and it's like this hollow paper and it like, shows him a map of Palau and shows him where to be at, at midnight, uh to get picked up. Otherwise, I can't guarantee your safety. And he's like, Huh? Uh oh. He's like, the next time the battle's gonna come here. And then I the episode next... ends. Oh, I guess next episode's gonna be the Palau infiltration, I guess. I'm very Every single
0: episode has like an absolutely banger ending and it's different every time. And it's like, Oh, ugh. love the insert songs in the series as well.
1: Oh my God. I know we we hear the RX0 theme. We hear some kick-ass music when full frontals fighting a lot of like mm. really nice. Like one of my favorite things to hear Yuki Suwano does is just like the very light piano suites of the songs he composes. And we hear yeah. a lot of that in this episode. Oh man. King of light motifs absolute leg- not 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 hmm. no that's toby fox but that is toby he's, he's fox good at it. but he's, he, he's very, good close. At, he's very yeah, close he's very close he's good at writing weaving his his themes into other other music can't believe um, toby
0: fox beat the shit out of Have he's have to, have to, to, to fucking oh, yeah, i mean he just like He's <laughs> beat him up a, it's just like i'm the king
1: now yeah. i'm the king i did music for Homestuck. yeah <laughs> uh well That's the episode of the show, but I have a fun little segment. (gasps) I have, as always, a Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! So this week, um, as per your suggestion, Callie, I'm talking Mm -hmm. about Full Frontal's dub voice actor. Um, This is one Keith Silverstein.
0: Oh my god! So fun fact about this: uh, mm. my friend B. I don't know if B will be listening to this because uh, she hasn't watched any Gundam media. But if you mention that Keith Silverstein is like voiced a character in a show, she's ninety percent more
1: like likely to watch it because huh. he is her favorite voice actor. It's the Keith bump. It's the Keith bump. I'm at the point. Like I don't think I covered Keith Silverstein back in Iron Blooded Orphans. I might have and I forgot, whatever. This is my show. Was he Levy O? So, he was born, um Yeah, he was. We'll get there. Um so he was born December 24th, 1970, in Plainfield, New Jersey. Uh good like 52 years old, 51. Um, starting off, so of course, you know, in Gundam Unicorn he's full frontal. Um, all the Gundam roles, he is Gilbert Durandal in Sea Destiny, whatever. Mm. Um he's this cool fucking lizard-looking thing named Lotus in Bill Divers don't know what that's oh
0: about. is he um, him
1: this, that's what behind the voice tells me huh um in gun of iron Blooded orphans he voiced chad Chadan. uh <laughs> he's chad yeah and he's also Gaileo's dad he's a couple of roles in IB, actually but th- those are the two main ones um and in gun of the origin he voices char asnable wouldn't you know it <laughs> <laughs> who could have guessed that um but he, he has such a he has such a recognizable like not I wouldn't say his voice is nasally, but he, he has a very, very recognizable affectation that like I've recognized him and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the, the first thing I recognized him that I remembered his voice in, in the modern The Viz dub of Sailor Moon, he voices Kenji Tsukino, which is Usagi's dad, um, Sailor Moon's dad. And Soichi Tomoe, who was like a villain in season three, who like shows up all the time. Like he he's just doing his voice actor voice for that. Like nothing different yeah. at all. Um, he voiced Kimimaro in Naruto. Um, I'm, I got to the point where I was like, so glad when I would like, after finishing One Piece that I would recognize characters that people voiced. And now since I'm reading through Naruto now, I'm like, oh, should I know who Kimimaro is? Fuck yeah. (laughs) I think I, I think,
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but I think. Uh, Keith has been a character in a One Piece movie. I'm not sure if he's been one in the series, though. Yeah, he was in One Piece Gold. I didn't write it down, but that was the only thing. Ah, uh, Guild in. Tessero is the character he's the main villain of that film. That, that is I mean, once again. His name is Guild in fr- Gold. Checks out. My friend B's favorite character in like fiction, I'm pretty sure. Really? It's like this one-off villain in this film, and I still haven't watched it
1: yet, and I feel like it's a disservice because apparently the character's writing is actually like really good. I think. Didn't, like, all the One Piece movies get added to, like, Crunchyroll or Funimation or something recently? I think they're getting added to, um, Amazon
0: Prime. Oh, I... Uh,
1: well... I'll find... I'll, I'll find a I'll way, then. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way. We'll find a yeah. on DVD. we um, in Blu-ray. In, in, in the code Geass, all of them's... Uh, he voiced Yoshitaka Minami. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Resident Evil, he voiced Hunk? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Which is fucking really funny. Um... In all the Soul Calibers, starting with three, he voices Zasalamel. Mm. Very fun character, that. Um, starting in, like, the mid-2000s, in Sonic the Hedgehog, he's voiced Vector the Crocodile. Has he? Yeah, he's st- he's he's been doing Vector, like, since Heroes, I guess. Wow, God. Yeah, the first Sonic game. It's a, good, it's, a good, it's a fun one. I liked it. A good one, yeah. Um, in, he was, this is this one's for me... In fucking Skyrim, he voices... I mean, like, that's the thing. Here's the thing with Bethesda and voice actors. Of one voice, star, voice actor gets, like, 30 roles in Bethesda games. Unless you're, like, the big ticket celebrity, like, when they got Patrick Stewart to voice the Emperor. Or when yeah. they got Liam Neeson to voice your dad in Fallout 3. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but he's, like, a ton of characters in Skyrim. The most notable of which is Savos Aran, who's, like, the Archmage of Winterhold. Um, if, and you just hear his voice all the fucking time. Like, yeah. it's inescapable there.
0: He's you, a couple of monster You were trying characters.
1: to cross the border. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Keith do that accent. <laughs> um, he's a couple characters in the modern Monster Hunter games. He voices the Seeker in Monster Hunter World, who's like this cool Wyverian who has like an insect glaive. And he voices Arena Master Arlo in Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, who's a fun character to hunt with. He was Dr. Wily in Mega Man 11. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize he was voicing that cause I never played it, but I guess they talk now. Guess they do? Uh he voiced N in Doro Heidoro. <gasps> yes he did! He did! He did do yeah. N. Oh I love Doro so much. <gasps> in in Jujutsu Kaisen, he voiced both Masamichi Yaga, the principal, and my beloved boy Mechamaru. Mm. Who's like a just a cool robot. Love a good robot. In Shin Megami Tensei 4, he voiced Flynn, who's like the main character of that. Mm-hmm. Uh he voiced in Dongan Rongpa 1, he voiced Mondo Owada. Oh like my god! The, the fucking Pompadour guy. Um, I guess half the characters are Pompadour. He's the he's the um he's the bike gang delinquent Yeah, yeah, that's man. the one. A lot of characters in those fucking games. Um, in One Punch Man, he voices Deep Sea King. <laughs> he Just does the, the big fucking fish guy.
0: Oh, I love that fight so much! It was so cool.
1: He voiced uh in Persona Five. He voiced the villain Masayoshi Shido. Really, like, I never yeah. played
0: Persona Five.
1: It didn't seem like my I I started playing it, and then I was just
0: like, I don't like the Persona series on the whole. Yeah, I just kind of made that decision,
1: and then I stopped playing it. Yeah, he's like the the, the main overarching villain of it. Uh, he's cool. He's like Gunner Glasses. <laughs> he's like these these orange gamer looking glasses. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got his gunners on. Yeah. Uh, in Tiger and Bunny, mm-hmm. I, as promised, he voiced Kane Morris. I don't know who that is. I don't think I've met okay. that character yet. It, it showed up in, like, all of, like, the, the spinoffs and the, the sequel and everything, so I figured it was important enough to add. Um... Well, I've, I'm only in season one yet, so... Oh, okay, all right. I'm just super early in. Okay, so Kane Morris, now you know. Wow. Um, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, <gasps> Robert E.O. Speedwagon.
0: Oh, That's the biggin! That's the biggin! That's uh, not the biggin.
1: That's the second biggest. Really? And the, the role that I think you will probably appreciate the most that he's done... In Hunter Hunter, <gasps> he voiced Hisoka. He's Hisoka. Yeah, I hate that. It all comes
0: back down to the pedophiles, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Jesus <laughs> Unfortunately. fucking Christ! Aw, I love Hisoka so much. I hate everything about him, though. But, P- problematic um, fave. He's, he's he's not even like a problematic fave. I look at him with disdain, and he's, then like he's touch him with like I I pat him with like a hand on like I've had him on the back with like a hand on a glove. That yeah. like a like a gloved hand with like a ten foot pole attached to it. I appreciate his character design. I like a good clown. Uh-huh. Not Christ. Like this,
1: <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Not like he's this. attracted to power. No, he's not. No. He's attracted to these two kids. I wanna put I'm gonna put him and Reddy in the fucking toilet. Put them in the toilet at the same time and flush them down so they never come <laughs> back again. We yeah. go to sewer world. <laughs> uh, and that's that's Keith Silverstein. It's pretty very fucking, very good voice actor. Yeah, a hell of a lot backup. of good roles under him. So next next week you'll have someone from the sub, mm-hmm. and and um, I I I task it to you to find out someone who's very good. Don't worry about like worrying if they, we talk about them before. I always forget. I'm sure I've like redone this like, <laughs> three different times at least. The same voice actor from before. So as long I'll as I'll find it's someone
0: cool. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. I'll do I'll, do. I'll do. I'll do. Full frontal's.
1: <laughs> Damn! Never talked about that guy before on this show. Yeah, never thought about that guy, huh? <laughs> uh, um, now before we do plugs, though, there is a certain question that you need to ask me, Callie. Oh yeah, what's your robot of the week, Max? I have, I have been playing. What have I been playing? Me? I always base it off of like the games I've been playing, which hasn't been a whole lot. Mm. Um, it's been a lot of fucking Monster Hunter and. I guess have I made this one before? Okay, oh, fuck it, I'll do it again anyway. People have done Bender like five times because they just <laughs> hate me. But in um in the final boss of Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is this thing called Atal Ka. Oh, which is, I've heard about him. It so so she is this like um, praying mantis Egyptian themed empress giant bug. That's really cool. What she can do, so the whole fight, she, like, uses her silk to, like, pull up, like, metal and machinery from the ground and, like, whack you with it. And at points in the fight, she does this thing called um, the Empress's Throne, which I just posted an image of. She just basically, like, slams together every piece of metal and machinery in her arena to this gigantic walking, like, oh, dragon thing. that rules! It's like, it is a bug-powered robot. It is the sickest shit in the world. That's um, so fucking cool. That, that's my robot of the week, Ahtol Cause Walking Throne, because holy shit, it's really cool. It's really fucking cool. Monster Hunter's fun. I can't wait till they add more, uh, more of them <laughs> to hunt. They're adding an Invisible Guy next <laughs> update, which is exciting. That sounds um, very interesting. And it's not our of the week. It's All, All Cause, uh, Empress Sister, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Callie, now it's time for plugs. Where can we find oh, you on wow. the internet if we want to?
0: You can find me on Twitter.com, uh, at Cowley, which is, uh, C-O-W-L-L-I-E. You can also find, uh, an empty Twitter page that I still haven't set up, but I have the Twitter page, uh, of a book that I'm writing, um... I, I forever will hate the NFT community because mm. they they've ruined and stole the one good name. Um, but it is at other side novel, all one word, other side. I'm not going to spell that because you kind of know. It'll be in the description. Yeah, it'll be there. It's I'm I'm going to get around to setting that up at some point. Um, just kind of getting a bit of like stuff about it on there. Um, but I hope you and uh, if you like magic and modern settings and kind of big things about, like, oh, who can you actually trust? Um, mm-hmm. d- does 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 your country represent you or represent its best interests, etc., cetera, et cetera. Shit like that. You'll probably- will <laughs> gun- enjoy this. We'll have a Gundam moment. Um, yeah. uh, chapter-, chapter one is finished, its first draft. I think I'll probably have that on there to read just to see if you're interested or not. Um, but yeah, if you would check that out, that would be a uh, big, it would mean a lot to me um but So yeah. that uh, once again is at other side novel all one word
1: outstanding. um And I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at bajillion I have other shows. You can listen to Pod Agreed, which is a Yu Gi podcast. We're starting season four soon. It's going to be kick ass. That's that Pod Agreed cast on Twitter. And you can go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter to listen to Slappers Only, which is a video game music showdown podcast. Currently on hiatus, but we'll be back at it eventually. Um I have a th- another a fourth one called Nevermind the Trollocs about Wheel of Time show. That'll be back whenever the fuck that show releases, like next year I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can go to noisepace.xyz to find this and many, many more shows. You can go to Wow Cool Podcast on Twitter to see us on Twitter. You can uh just links in the description to join our Discord, hang out, post about Gunpla, what have you. And that'll do it for this week. Um, Hell yeah. back at it again for the third episode of Unicorn. This is going to be probably a whole lot of fighting in Palau. I sure do love civilian casualties. Outstanding. And <laughs> what do we always say to close, Callie? Well, bulls bot, guys. Wow, cool robot, though. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>